You are listening to Life Skills 101 on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Welcome to Life Skills 101, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and True North Homeschool Academy. Your host, Lisa Nearing, has homeschooled her five kids for the last 29 years. She has a master's degree in human brain development and a master's in marriage and family therapy. She is currently the owner of True North, offering everything from Hebrew classes to chemistry. She and her husband, Dr. David Nearing, are passionately committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools and resources necessary to navigate a complex world in need of a savior. Now, Without further ado, your host. Hey, everybody. It is Lisa, and I am here to talk to you again about homeschooling. I'm so glad to be with you on this journey as we educate our kids. It's more important now than ever before, in my opinion, as we're in this time of societal disruption and the fourth industrial revolution, that we lay a really firm foundation for our kids so that they can go forward with confidence as they launch as young adults into the world. Well, today I want to talk about navigating the complex terrain of homeschool burnout, because I think some of us have experienced it as we've homeschooled, and we might, coming up, listen, it's November, and so daylight savings time is right around the corner. That means it's going to be getting dark earlier. We're going to be inside more. Might be too cold for the kids to play outside as much as possible. Burnout can really happen in the homeschool world. And regardless, if it's not November, um, when you're listening to this or daylight savings hasn't happened, (laughs) you can honestly experience homeschool burnout any time of year. And I want to talk about ways to manage it because you have really important work that you're doing as you homeschool your kids and as you educate the next generation. And so I want to give you the tools um, and encouragement that you need to equip you to keep doing that very important work uh, work. Uh, Before we get started really into how to manage it, I want to talk about what burnout really is, because we hear that term often, right? But what is it exactly? Well, burnout can refer to a state of physical, emotional, or mental exhaustion resulting from (laughs) chronic stress and overwork. And as we're homeschooling, I've said this so often before, homeschooling is a job. Managing a house is a job, and often we're working now as we're homeschooling, so we have an actual vocational job. We have a lot of jobs. We have a lot of things on our plate. Sometimes we can juggle it all really well, but sometimes we're just like, ah, yeah, you know, I've had enough. Um, You know, there's just so many things that come at us in life. So recognizing burnout is the first step towards restoring balance and well-being in your life. This has more to do with than just a bad day. It can be a prolonged condition that affects us on multiple levels. Let's face it, homeschooling is such an an incredibly rewarding experience and a way to raise our kids. But even as homeschoolers, we're not immune to burnout. And it's really essential to understanding the challenges that it can bring. So let's compare stress and burnout. Stress is a familiar companion to many of us in our daily lives, right? It's akin to a spark that ignites momentarily. We feel stress as we're making dinner, the kids are crying, they haven't finished their homework, dad's about to come home and the dog barked on the carpet, right? (laughs) This is a daily moment in in our lives, right? That is stress. And that's a momentary thing. We clean up the dog barf, 
Um, we get the dinner table set. Everybody sits down to dinner and we're talking and laughing within a few minutes, right? That's in stark contrast to burnout, which is a full-blown blaze. And this has to do with a more severe and prolonged manifestation of stress. So recognizing the differences is really crucial for effectively addressing and managing those two distinct states of being. So let's talk about burnout real quick. This can manifest as exhaustion. You're just physically exhausted. You're emotionally tired and you're mentally exhausted. You don't have room for one more decision. It might be decision fatigue, right? This is often caused by prolonged stresses, overwork, and an overwhelming sense of responsibilities. You might also feel a loss of motivation. Burnout can lead to a profound lack of motivation, making it challenging to enjoy, enjoy those activities that you once loved to do, maybe even on a daily basis. You might find yourself being more cynical than ever. <clears throat> now, look, I, I love a good cynical joke. I'm not going to lie. But if you're just cynical on the daily and, you, and you're just feeling kind of bitter and, and down, that might be um, an indicator of burnout because you feel disillusioned and you've lost your sense of purpose and connection to your life or work. You might find yourself uh, not performing up to your regular standards because burnout negatively impacts our performance. It leads to decreased productivity, creativity, and honestly, quality of work. And this actually might have health implications over long because prolonged burnout can have really serious health implications, including a weakened immune system, increased susceptibility to illness, and mental health concerns like honestly, depression and anxiety. So now we have a good idea of what burnout is. What is the opposite of burnout? And the opposite of burnout, honestly, is finding balance. Where we have energy and vitality, the opposite of burnout is characterized by literally a sense of energy, vitality, and overall well-being. We feel invigorated, and we honestly feel ready to take on new challenges. We have motivation and passion. Those who have found balance are motivated and passionate about their pursuits. They find joy in their daily activities, and they maintain a sense of purpose. They feel optimistic and fulfilled. Instead of cynicism, um, somebody who has balance has this overall sense of optimism and a sense of fulfillment in their daily life. They're able to maintain a positive outlook and feel content with their choices. They also have improved health. There's a striking balance between work, rest, and self-care that promotes better health overall. So they have stronger immune systems, reduced stress-related ailments, and an overall sense of improved mental well-being. Their performance also often goes up because a balanced life leads to improved performance. You can be more productive, creative, and efficient in your work and your personal life when you have a sense of balance. Now look, homeschool burnout can affect parents and students alike, and its circumstances can vary widely. So to understand and address it, let's ask some key questions. What went before this period of burnout? What circumstances led to the onset of burnout in your homeschool journey? Was it you had a baby or you moved across the country or your kids all of a sudden don't understand algebra and you're not sure how to get them over this hump? Um, what were the warning signs or triggers that contributed to the burnout experience? What were specific stressors, work demands, or personal responsibilities that were significant factors? Did you get a did you get a job promotion at work and have to take on new responsibilities, or did the dishwasher break and now you're having to wash every dish by hand? What what went into that? How long have you or your kiddo been exposed to those demanding conditions? 
And what's coming after this period of, of burnout? What are the potential consequences of unaddressed homeschool burnout in terms of mental and physical health for both you and your kids? How is burnout impacting personal and professional relationships within your family? And what changes in your child's performance, motivation, or overall well-being have been observed? Are there any strategies in place to recover from homeschool burnout and prevent its incur uh, recurrence? Okay, so I think it's important to realize that, you know, if you ask yourself these questions, if you have the wherewithal to do that, what happened before this case of burnout? What's going to come after if it's not addressed? Um, I think it's pretty obvious why you should care about it, but maybe it's not. If you're in a point of burnout yourself right now, maybe you're not even sure why it matters, but it is important to address homeschool burnout and its underlying causes because if you are responsible for your kids' academic well-being, spiritual, social, and emotional, if you're burned out, you can't attend to that. And if your kids burned out, you might feel really frustrated with them. So understanding their levels of burnout and addressing it positively can help you both move forward with grace and success, which is so important as we're homeschooling. How are we going to deal with homeschool burnout? Burnout is a slump and get out of the slump. You got to reset. So some ways to reset. Number one, take regular breaks. Now you can schedule short breaks throughout the day to recharge and refocus your energy or take longer breaks. I honestly know several homeschoolers who schedule six weeks off, six weeks on and one week off, or you could do three weeks on and one week off, do academics for three weeks and then take one week off. You know, whatever breaks are gonna work for you. And then establish a routine, create a consistent daily schedule because that's gonna provide some external structure and predictability to both you and your students. And listen, if you're not a minute by minute person, create a routine based on your family's rhythms and routines. Um, if you if your um, spouse that goes out to work, if they're leaving, um, come home time changes every day. Well, you can just work out rhythms and routines based around that. So it doesn't have to be like at, at 215, we're going to do this necessarily to have a really good routine established for your home. Set some realistic goals. A lot of times we experience burnout because we set goals that were not honestly realistic. And we need to break down our educational goals into manageable tasks in the same way that we would do other goals as well. Be realistic about what you can really achieve. How many kids do you have? How many subjects are they taking a year? That number can literally add up very, very quickly. And you can outsource those classes or subjects that you don't enjoy or aren't equipped for. Maybe it's science or English or foreign language. Literally, maybe it's dinner. So create a cooking unit and let your kids take over. I'm serious. <laughs> um, you can outsource about anything these days. Prioritize self-care. Make time for self-care activities such as exercise, meditation, or hobbies to reduce stress and maintain your mental well-being. It's literally okay to have hobbies and interests outside what your kids are doing. I'm giving you permission right now. Um, I had a friend who scheduled a weekly three-hour time block midweek for years she would go work out and then she'd go to her local coffee shop until noon and they paid somebody to manage their kids for that time. And they just worked it into your budget. Now, if your budget doesn't allow for that, maybe you could consider bartering with another another mom for time away. Um, seek support, you know, connecting with other like-minded parents or support groups to share experience, advice, and resource is so valuable because <clears throat> it's validating. When you hear somebody who's saying, I had that same struggle, and you can find resources in ways that you might not be able to find yourselves. 
So check regional or local homeschool groups online. It's easier than ever to connect with fellow homeschoolers. Um, and you can check with online communities as well. There's a lot of them available right now. You don't have to DIY homeschooling. And in fact, I would <clears throat> encourage you to consider not doing it all yourself. Um, there's so many stressors on us, particularly since 2020, and outsourcing some of this stuff and connecting with other people who have gone before you or who are in the trenches is a great way not to feel so alone and burned out. Another, um, another way to get over feeling burned out is to explore new teaching methods. You can experiment with different teaching approaches to keep things fresh and engaged for both you and your kids. Um, I know when I used to get bored with homeschooling, we would just change something up, but often it meant that we weren't actually um, working hard enough. So, I mean, that sounds a little counterintuitive, but sometimes our kids get bored and they do go through these developmental tasks um, and, and um, stages where they just want more challenge. This happens in the junior high years. It happens when they hit like early high school where they want more challenge than being home necessarily with mom and the littles. They want something that's really going to test them. So if you're finding yourself burned out or you find your kids burned out, you might want to change up your teaching approach, um, have them start karate or get them in something that's really going to challenge them. Do more nature schooling and green therapy. Um, you might do a direct, delight directed unit study or, hey, look, a seasonal road trip. That sounds like just the ticket for me for um, getting over burnout is just to go on a trip together if you can afford it and can work it into your schedule. Those are all viable opportunities for learning. Academics don't have to do totally be taught by textbook learning. And there's so many resources, again, that you can definitely go on the road and learn just as much as you might sitting at a table doing book work. Taking field trips. This is another great way to get over homeschool burnout. Planning educational outings or field trips or let somebody in your co-op do it for you. Uh, they provide a change of scenery and hands-on learning experiences. My mom was the queen of educational uh, opportunities. And now I didn't grow up homeschooling. But honestly, most vacations were full of field trips to factories, national parks, and historical reenactments. And that was way before homeschooling was even a thing. So you don't have to have a huge group to plan and manage some of those things. Now, if you're feeling really burned out, it might be hard to take initiative to do that. So again, go back to your support group and ask if there's anybody there who wants to plan a year full of field trips. I used to do that for some of our groups and just let somebody else do some of that heavy lifting for you so that you can get over the slump. Delegate when possible. Great segue right there, right? Um, don't hesitate to delegate tasks or seek assistance from other family members to work to ease your workload. If you can do any of this online or bring other people into your home to help, that could really help you get over the slump too. You don't have to plan all your meals. There's so many apps that do it for you. And there's so many meal planning um, opportunities right now. You can just have somebody come and bring your food to you. <laughs> There's so many different ways to delegate now, not just academics, but how to run your home as well. And then don't forget to review and adjust. Regularly evaluate your curriculum and teaching methods and be willing to make necessary adjustments based on works, what works for you and your kid. Now, look, 
I know this is this is always a thing in the homeschool community. Our best friend uses this one curriculum or this one homeschool company and it works great for their kids and they all got admitted to Ivy Leagues and they got full scholarships and they're on the crew team. Okay, great. That's them. That's never been my life. It's probably not been your life. And I have to constantly readjust and evaluate what works for my kids. I have some doubly gifted kids. I had ADHD kids. Not everything worked for every kid, right? I had one one kid who loved every novel. It didn't even matter what it was. She was going to read it. And my next kid did not like novels, was not going to read them, but she actually had dictionaries memorized. So you have to be aware of your kids. Listen, you don't have to, <laughs> but it's going to help you because if you're trying to force um, a, what is that? A, a round peg in a square hole. You're going to feel frustrated and burned out. And your kid is too. So get to know your kids, get to know what they like, um, what's going to fuel their energies. And again, it doesn't have to be completely personalized, especially if you have a large family or you're working, that gets, that gets to be a heavy burden, but be aware of who they are and try to manage and adjust and and make it work for them as much as possible. That's one of the beauties and joys of homeschooling. Um, the other thing too, if you're not even really sure how to evaluate your kids or how to review and adjust, that might be time to outsource and bring in somebody who really knows what they're doing and has academic acumen under their belt and loves homeschooling uh, and will take time to get to know you and your family and your kiddos. And that's one of the things that we offer at True North Homeschool Academy is we do offer academic advising and coaching. We now have 15 minute quickie advising sessions that are just designed to help establish, you know, maybe give you a quick solution to something, but then we have hour long meetings with you and it's very affordable. It's literally going to save you so much time and money. You are going to wonder why you hadn't done it years before, because we provide a personalized learning plan. We help um, get you established on the path to where your kids want to go way after high school so that they can launch as a young adult successfully in this time of great societal disruption, which is kind of like, you know, we're just in this odd time, right? And we need to really prepare our kids well. So if you need to outsource that, check out True North Homeschool Academy um, advising and coaching. I'll put the link here with the show notes. So you can find it easily. Lastly, if you are just having a very difficult time getting over burnout or it's persisting and you can't get on top of it, don't feel badly about seeking professional guidance and help. Now I have a marriage and family therapy degree and my husband's a clinical psychologist and there is so much help available. I would suggest that you honestly interview your mental health provider because they're not all created equal. Some of them are not going to be as helpful as others. Um, Find out what values are going to be important to you as you go to mental health. But if you need to get professional guidance, go get it. You don't have to suffer alone. And if you're not sure where to start, you know, shoot us a, an email or a DM. We'd love to help you sort through that too. But, um, and we don't provide therapy. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we might be able to send you to resources where you can find somebody to really help with any underlying issues. I know our kids are really struggling with anxiety since 2020, even more than ever before. We've heard about so many kids with depression and really struggling to get on top of the sense of just feeling like just cruddy and down. So, um, you know, these are some simple ideas. They might not really get to the heart of what you're dealing with in your home and your homeschool. But um, again, there are so many resources available. You don't have to go it alone. You don't have to suffer and your kids don't either. Um, 
it is such a great gift to be able to homeschool. You have so much freedom. You have so much time with your kids to really get to know them, to really um, feed into their interests and passions, and to really help them become the people that they're designed and created to be. And um, sometimes it's hard to figure that out because again, every kiddo is so very, very different. Um, we had five kids over 16 years and not only were they different, but the world was really different between the time we first started homeschooling and the time we were homeschooling our last two, the whole homeschooling, homeschooling community had really blown up. There were so many more resources and opportunities that we literally did not have with our oldest kids. Um, in fact, we we started homeschooling decades ago in Southern California when it was, uh, you know, we knew people who had literally gone to jail for truancy because they had homeschooled and we were really fighting um, legally to get homeschooling um, available and legal for homeschoolers around the country. That was part of what we did years and years ago. And now that's not even a question, right? It's just everyone's, um, uh, everyone's, freedom and right to homeschool. And we're so glad for that. But again, there's so many more opportunities now than there were back then. And there's more opportunities every year. It's a billion dollar industry and educational opportunities are just growing by leaps and bounds. Um, that can be overwhelming too. And if you're feeling like de just decision fatigue, like I don't even know what to do with all these opportunities in front of me. I, I just need to pick math for third grade and I'm not even sure where to start. Again, our academic coaching and advising can save you again, hundreds and even thousands of dollars and so much time because we have done hundreds of product reviews and um, we've homeschooled collectively at True North among our parents and, um, and teachers, just literally hundreds of hours, um, hundreds of years, honestly, as we've homeschooled. And so we'd love to work with you and help you in any way you can. I hope this has been helpful to you. Um, again, if you're feeling burned out, and struggling, you don't have to go it alone. Um, there's so many resources available to you that can really help you get over this hump and slump so that you can really enjoy these precious years with your kids. Um, let us know if you have any specific questions or resources. We'd love to hear from you. And um, I will talk to you next time, everybody. Take good care. Bye.